Hi, this is Jen Vasquez of Women Who Execute. This is the place for women entrepreneurs to learn how to plan, prioritize, and execute to get their business to the next level. So today we're going to be talking about creating your ideal client. So um, the importance of creating your ideal client, a lot of people understand needing to create an ideal client or an ideal uh, or a client avatar. Um, these are ways to look at the, your potential clients, pick out who you ideally want to work with, who your niche area to work with is, and to take that person and know them really, really well. So whenever you're doing blog posts or um, even social media posts, you're speaking directly to that person. Other people can buy from you. So the biggest um, concern that photographers have that I coach is they'll be saying, well, I, I, I'm open to everybody. I want to photograph weddings for everybody. I want to bring that money in. But the fact is, is that you, if you create your ideal client and you speak directly to them, you'll be working with people that you love to work with on a regular basis. And you weed out those that would be iffy clients, people that you won't enjoy working with and people who you probably shouldn't be working with. So it feels uncomfortable, especially when you first start um, in wedding photography. Um, but the more that you niche down into the area that you uh, specifically want to work in, the better. So as an example, a person who's looking for a wedding photographer, if they see um, baby images or um, headshots or things like that, um, they may still hire you because maybe they were referred to you. But people who are hiring a wedding photographer want someone who's done many, many, many weddings. And if your website or your social media feed show all kinds of photographies, they may still hire you, but they may also give themselves a little pause. So in 2013, I've been photographing for more than 10 years. And in 2013, I niched down and did weddings and engagement only. So those are the only things I show on my website. I do headshots. I do branding images. I do maternity sessions, um, especially because my wedding clients come back to me. So I do all of, the, of that photography, but I don't show that photography on my social media or my website. Um, and that's so that I can make sure that I'm niching down and um, doing weddings mostly, right? So today we're going to talk about your ideal client. Um, it can be really hard to figure that out, especially if you're newer as a wedding photographer, but it is the most effective way to speak to your ideal client. So tip number one, um, who are you? So in order before you even create an ideal client avatar, you need to figure out who you are. You need to know who you are, who you want to work with, and basically create like an elevator pitch, right? So for my elevator pitch for my wedding business is I want to work with adventurous, fun, and playful party brides. That's who I want to work with. People that want to throw a big party and have a blast. They might be drinking out of the champagne bottle. They might be doing fun, kooky photos. Those are the brides that I want to work with. So that's part of my elevator pitch. Um, to say that you want to photograph weddings isn't enough. You need to narrow it down a bit. So you want to say, like, I photograph elegant brides who get married in outdoor ceremonies, or I photograph adventurous brides who love to hike and camp. You want to niche it down just a tiny bit more. Other people will still hire you, 
But if you are telling people who you want to work with, when those people come to your social media site and they see that that's the type of bride you want to work with, they're like, I love camping and hiking. I love them. Like it, it's a, it's a quicker step to have them know, like, and trust you. So you want to figure out who that is and who you love to work with. And we'll get to that in a minute. What kind of wedding photography do you enjoy photographing? That's a question you ask yourself. Are there any specific cities or venues or type of spaces that you love to photograph in? Narrow it down and make sure you consider your passion um, and you'll be much happier in your job when you're doing this day in and day out. So number one is to know who you are. Number two, know your competition. That, I always advise my wedding photographers that I coach not to always focus on what other photo wedding photographers are doing because what they do and how they do it doesn't matter. You are uniquely you. People that are going to hire you would not hire someone else potentially, right? So you need to, um, in this situation, this is one of the only times that I tell you to find out who your competitors are. It could be friends that you know that you photographed with. Um, or it could be a person that gets a lot of business in your area. You want to find out who they are so that you can narrow down how you're unique. So this process is how to arrive at how you're different and unique um, from the people that are in your area and that are advertising out there. Because most wedding photographers are going to just do everything and talk to everyone. Very few will niche it down into creating an ideal client. And that's how one way that you're going to be unique. So you'll, you want to pick at least two or three different competitors and you want to find out, you want to make like a list, you know, who, what's their name, who, what the website is. Um, is there, is there a price point for that? What do they offer? How am I different? How am I the same? Sometimes knowing how you're the same can also um, help. Um, can I niche it down more to be different? Um, where maybe are they not doing so well? Um, so that you can make sure that that's an area that you want to focus on and do a really good job in. I personally deliver my wedding images. I have a 48-hour turnaround. So they will get all of, I, I do a blog post two days later. So on a Tuesday, um, following the wedding, they will see a blog post with a bunch of their images on it. And then I deliver their full complete gallery within that week. So within one or two weeks. Now my contract says four to six weeks because I always want to under promise and over deliver. But that's one way that I am unique in my area. So those are the types of things that you need to look for to see how you are unique. The third step to creating your ideal client is to do your homework. Um, are there LinkedIn or Facebook groups or Twitter feeds that you find inspiration in or are, um, really about weddings and, and things, you know, you want to look on there, you want to see what people are doing and how they're doing it. Um, I have a private Facebook group, which you're on right now. Um, but, or if you're watching this on YouTube, I have a private Facebook group called Women Who Execute, and you can go join that. You want to read online blogs, um, uh, wedding magazines, website, so places like The Knot, Wedding Wire, Zola, Bridal Magazine, see what they're talking about, see um, about information that's on there. You can go onto Google News and set up a, an alert for key terms like your you know, wedding planning or wedding photographers. Um, you want to do all of this 
in your research on your competitors, but also for yourself to see the industry and see where you want to be because that all goes into creating your ideal client. Your ideal client. Um, you want to focus on your industry. And I don't, a lot of people get really crazy and they start getting all of this, um, all of these Google alerts and news and stuff. And pretty soon that ends up being your full-time job. So you want to be super careful and you want to stay focused. You want to give yourself a certain time limit to do this for, for a couple days or a week, and then you're done with it, right? So don't get crazy and like think you're going to be doing it all the time because you don't have time for that. Number four, ask your current clients. So you want to pick two to three of your favorite clients that you've ever worked with. If you're a brand new photographer and you haven't really had any clients yet, then think about people that you enjoy being around, your friends, and pick one of them that is the person you think that you would really have the most fun with photographing on a wedding day and use them as your, an exam as your example. You're going to ask them things like your name, um, how did you find me, what about that email um, or post or social media. Um, like, in other words, if it's your client, how did you find me and decide to contact me? Some of my clients find me on Pinterest, but then they go to Instagram and then they contact me or they'll go to Facebook and then contact me or they'll go, they'll find me somewhere else and then they'll go to my website and then contact me from my website. But I want to know what it is that I posted on social media or on my blog post that encouraged them to contact me um, because the, that's valuable information. And if it's somebody you enjoyed working with, they're going to help you with this project. So don't think that they won't want to give you some of this uh, information, this feedback. What can I do to be better? You can ask them that. What is, um, what is it about my photographing your wedding? Or what was it about everything that you enjoyed the most? It could be the experience that we provided. It could be the images that we provided. It could be how fast we got the images to them. It could be how we interacted with their friends and family. Um, find out from them what you did that was so good or what they really enjoyed. Um, and how would you just, this is a good question, how would you describe me to your friends and family? So if someone says they're looking for a wedding photographer, what would you say to them about me? How would you describe me? That's a really good information. And then the last tip is to create your ideal client. Um, so you're going to take guesses in a lot of these situations. Like a lot of people go, well, I don't know what my ideal client would do, say, feel, or think. Well, from all of this research, we're going, to, and the people that you want to work with, we're going to figure that out, and we're going to take some educated guesses. And then as we move forward in our business, if it changes, then you change it. It's not, it's not that big of a deal. So you're going to ask things like, um, Obviously, just make up a name for your ideal client. My ideal client, her name is Jordan. I also have a daughter who's 28, so that's kind of how I started my ideal client. But you're going to give her a name. You're going to give her an age. And I'm saying don't, because when I first did my ideal client, because I'm such a perfectionist, I would actually do things like um, say, oh, the age range is 21 to 35, because I didn't want to leave people out. But you're talking differently to a 21-year-old than you would talk to a 35-year-old. So I narrowed down my age to 26. So I'm speaking with my ideal client, who is Jordan, who is 26. My daughter's not 26. But I'm saying that this is the ideal client that I'm creating. 
what is, um, well, obviously her marital status, she's not married, but some wedding photographers that I've worked with and coached, they really specialize, one of them specializes in second weddings. So they have been married and they're divorced and now they're getting remarried and that's okay. That's information that you want to know. Um, education. Did they go to college? What is their degree? Where do they live? Where do they shop? Where do they vacation? Where do they go to hang out? What brands of clothing do they wear? Where do they love to shop? What cars do they drive? Or a car do they drive? What car do you do they want to drive, right? What is their income? What's their favorite social media platform? What are books, magazines, movies, or TV shows that they watch? My ideal client loves reality TV. So, you know, you, you want to create this real outlook on the person that you're speaking with every time you post or blog, uh, post on social media or blog. Um, how do they prefer to communicate? My ideal bride only likes texts. She doesn't like to get on the phone. Like, you want to know that kind of information. What are their frustrations? What keeps them up at night? What are three adjectives that you would use to describe them and then use that in your branding? Like, my ideal bride is adventurous, fun, and playful. That is the, those are the descriptive words that I used for my ideal client. And guess what? They're in my elevator pitch. They're in all of my branding. If you look at my website, it is adventurous, fun, and playful. It is not your elegant pastel color type website, right? You have everything you do must be around this ideal client, uh, ideal client or ideal avatar. What is their personality? Strong, outgoing, love, loving, loud, funny. What is, um, uh, and there's like 18 other questions that you can ask. Um, when you answer those questions and you dial in your ideal client, every time that you speak um, in writing or in video or in a post on social media, you're literally talking to the same person. And when I did that, it flipped a switch, and I have really only been working with my ideal client for all this time for the last couple of years because I really dialed it in since 2000, I would say probably 2015, so four years. Um, it's a blessing. It, I wake up every wedding day, and I'm excited to go photograph the wedding. I'm not going, oh, my God, I remember this bride doesn't like this or doesn't like this. Um, I don't have that feeling anymore. So this is really, really valuable, and I hope that you enjoyed it. Um, today, I have a real special for you. I have a ideal client workbook. It's nine pages, and um, it has all everything that we talked about, but it's like nine pages of information, and you just fill it in so that you have that information. Um, sort of in writing and and you can refer back to it whenever you're doing some blog posts and it's normally $39.99 but today it's on sale for $2.99 so I hope you have a good evening bye guys that's it for today I hope you have a fantastic day Get out there and do something good for your business. And if you get a chance, leave me a review or subscribe. I'd love you to come back.